This is the time of year that I start my reflection process. I sit back and I look at what I've done and what I haven't done. I think about how I feel about the people around me and how they feel about me. Have I added any value to their lives? Have they added any value to mine? Listen, we all have relationships of some sort. We have personal ones, professional, family, but what we sometimes miss is how powerful those relationships can be and how the energy and the effort that we put into them can change so many things about our lives. So let me ask you, do you think that the value that you place on relationships, the types of relationships that you have and your actions around them have anything to do with the way that you experience life or with the opportunities you get or with your overall happiness? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. We're rolling into the holiday season, getting ready to spend a lot of time with our friends and families. We're going to do a little celebrating, engage in a little drama. For some of us, maybe it's a lot of drama. And then there are some of us that just want to spend it alone and relax. However you do it, the end of the year is just really a great time for reflection and connection. And I think it's just another opportunity to think about all the relationships that really shape our lives. If you just take a second to think about the people who occupy your space, right? All your spaces, your personal space, your professional space, even your family. Those are the people that contribute to your story. And this is why we want our relationships to be healthy and we want them to be strong and we want them to be productive because they have the power to impact and to enhance our life in so many ways. I want to give you three of my top areas where I feel like relationships are just very impactful. The first one is they can provide us with a sense of belonging, with love, and with support, and they help us navigate all of the challenges that we face in life. The second one is they play a role in our personal growth and our development, and they do that by exposing us or by providing opportunities to learn about ourselves or our values or how we want to contribute to this world. Sometimes that feels like tough love, and that's okay because we always learn something about ourselves. And lastly, when we have a network of people that we can turn to for help or for comfort or for encouragement, that's what we sometimes need to get through the hard times and to bounce back from a setback. So having good relationships are very important. In one of my other podcasts, I talked about how I had to restructure some of my very close relationships because they just didn't feel like they were mutually beneficial. And I I had to have a talk with myself. It's hard, right? I had a hard talk because I get so invested in people. If I can contribute and I can add value, I want to do it. That's my spot. I love figuring things out. I love seeing people get the things that they want, whatever that is. But when things slowed down a few years ago, I started looking at everyone. And you got to listen to the podcast because I really dig into it. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing here. But I will say this. What I had to really think about were my goals and my time and my energy in a totally different way. I thought I was doing it right. I had good intentions, but what I didn't want to see was that some of my relationships were not mutually beneficial. 
They just weren't. And I was over-investing in those spaces that were ultimately working against me. And I say that not to be dramatic, but because the time I was spending there was taking time away from other spaces that were more conducive to my growth. So I had to restructure them. I had to do it. I had to make the tough decision and pull back because they were feeling like bad soil. Do you know what I mean? It was just take, take, take and no deposits, you know? So I said, okay, look, less time here. I'm going to spend way more time over there because that lets me really create that relationship equity in those spaces where I feel like I'm an equal priority. So I have to tell you, I take this seriously. My relationships are my most valuable currency. They are the most valuable currency that I have. It sounds so cliche to say that. I probably got it from some billboard or some Instagram meme, but I really do believe that deep down. Your network is everything. I can't say it enough. They have brought so much to my life. When you really have that equity, People want to be a part of your life and they want to add value to it. And they're mentioning your name in a room full of opportunities and bringing things to the table that will enhance your life without you even asking. Sometimes you don't even know that it's going on in the background. And so as much as I know the kind of people that I want to be a part of my eco, I also want to make sure that my network knows that they're equally as important to me and that I'm interested in what they're doing and that I always want to create a space that works towards both of our benefit. So before I dig into how we value our relationships, I want to make sure we're valuing the right ones, okay? We can't just be recklessly valuing everyone. It has to be in line with our goals. So let's talk network. You'll hear me say all the time, network, 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 because I really think that we underestimate the power of it, like the true power of our network or the influence that our relationships have on our opportunities and on our happiness and on our lives in general, right? So I want to emphasize the importance of the quality of your network and how surrounding yourself with people who share similar values or aspirations or work ethics can significantly impact your personal and professional growth. Like the way the world opens up when you have a network full of supportive people that are genuinely interested in your success, it's insane. And if you have a great network, you know exactly what I'm talking about because they will give you perspective and connect you with opportunities that align with your goals. You need Need this as you're moving through life. Now, on the flip side, a network full of people who bring negativity or doubt or unhealthy competition have the opposite effect. Those relationships tend to feel just regressive and they can slow us down and be very demotivating and stagnant. So it's important to build your network carefully with the people that uplift you and encourage you to max out, you know, as far as you want to go rather than those that drag you down. And that's why I say your network is so powerful. And it's good to really understand what do we want from it because organically building your network takes time. And I don't think you ever really stop. I think you're always adding and subtracting. But once you build it, you got to keep it. So we get in our own way here. And I have a story to tell you about this. It is about self-awareness, which matters when we realize the impact our actions and words have on people around us. Just Think about the way that you communicate with other people in your life. Just think about it. Your ability to listen empathetically or your willingness to extend support or be understanding to someone else. So here's the story. 
One of my girlfriends told me last week that she was working on the way that she communicates with her boyfriend because she tends to go off all the time if he does something that she doesn't like. It's like, bam, she's calling him, she's texting him, and it's not great. What she's saying isn't great. And she's been doing this for a long time, but now she's in a place where she wants to evolve. And so she'll call me sometimes afterwards and say, I don't know why I did that. But of course, we both laugh because she does know why she did it. She just doesn't like the aftermath. So when we talked about it last week, she said she was working on her reactions because she wants to be better. And she doesn't want to lose the relationship over her behavior. And it's self-awareness, right? So here's what she decided to do. Instead of writing a text or making a call that could potentially, you know, end the relationship, what she does now is she still writes the text, but she puts it in her notes on her phone instead of sending it. When she told me, I laughed because I thought this is so funny. But when we got off the phone, I was like, wait, that's a really good idea for her because she still gets it out, but she gives herself the opportunity to review it the next day or later on before she damages anything. And that's progress, right? But what it also is, is a self-examination of the way she's communicating with other people because she cares about her relationships and she wants better results. So taking ownership of your role in maintaining healthy relationships, acknowledging your mistakes, or where you struggle and just actively working towards being better and moving towards a space that clearly says, I value my relationships is a really important thing to consider. You know, I do have to say this, in order for her to tell me what she was doing and what she's doing now and to try to get better made her feel very vulnerable. And I could tell when she was telling me she didn't want to be criticized and she didn't want to be judged for her behavior, but she did want feedback on her process. It's not easy for her to be vulnerable with people, especially in areas you know where she struggles, but vulnerability is not a weakness. And when we have the courage to let other people see us for who we truly are or where we truly are at, that allows us to create a genuine connection and a trust. So I talked about why relationships matter, right? Talked about how to choose your network and why it's important to have self-awareness as you navigate this. Now I want to get to the center of the lollipop. How do we value relationships and how do we ensure that these connections are nurturing and that they're empowering and that they're mutually beneficial? Because that's the goal. Let me start by telling you, I have so much gratitude around all of the relationships that I have in my life. And I work hard to create a mutually beneficial environment because I understand that when you really embrace this concept, your access, your experiences, your livelihood, your opportunities, and your quality of life are all impacted in such a positive way. As you build your network, just remember that relationships are a two-way street. It's not just about what you can gain from other people. It's also about what you can offer them. Okay, so you have to take your time to understand the needs and the aspirations of the people that are in your network. Look to add value to their lives. You can do that by sharing information. You can support them when they need it. You can share your connections if they're trying to do something and you happen to know somebody in that space. When you demonstrate a genuine interest in someone, they'll be more inclined to reciprocate. Okay, so let me share something that's a little sensitive. When I started this podcast, I just knew for sure that my close friends and family would all be supportive. They would all listen. They would all share with their networks. I mean, it was like a no-brainer for me. I didn't think that that was something 
we'd even have to discuss because why wouldn't they encourage me or do for me what I've always done for them, right? But that didn't happen across the board. I had a few really close people that didn't do it. And I just want to tell you, at first I was like, wow, this is crazy. It's a 15 minute podcast and it's free. (laughs) And as time went on, I thought, okay, Kim, you're going to evolve out of this. But I didn't. It kept bothering me. It didn't go away. And so finally, one day I brought it up to one of my friends that had the perfect opportunity to share the podcast with a larger group of people, but they didn't. And it was the perfect space for it too. It totally fit. It would have been exactly, you know, the type of content that they would have been able to consume. I don't expect everyone to do this. Let me be clear. But my inner circle, my very close people, I thought for sure, because that's how I operate with them. And when they didn't do it, I said, you know, I've worked so hard on this. Don't you want me to be successful. And I remember that conversation because I was so disappointed. That was so hard for me to say. So I knew I had to phone a friend. (laughs) I reached out to other people in this space, but I've grown past this because I don't want to get stuck in this feeling. I don't want to hold on to it. And what they shared with me was that I just had to focus on what matters so that I can keep moving towards my goals. And I can't allow myself to get distracted by people that are not a part of what's happening. And I knew that that's what I needed to do. I needed to pivot, right? But the fact that I had to pivot, that I had to do it, that stuck with me. And this is what I mean when I say it is very important to have mutually beneficial relationships. And if you are that person that wants to receive more than you want to give, be mindful that these small things like what I just shared can have a really big impact on the people that we're looking to cultivate or maintain relationships with. We have to understand what is important to them and what motivates people and what we can do to build that equity because something as small as that can really turn somebody off and it can deter them from being there for you. So Nurturing relationships takes effort, right? You can see that it's clear. But I just want to say this, put in what you want to get out. And while you're doing that with your existing relationships, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone, okay, and expand your network. Go to industry events, join online forums, try to engage with people from diverse backgrounds, because if you actively work to expand your network, you'll expose yourself to fresh perspectives, expand your knowledge base, and you'll open yourself to new opportunities. And I have to tell you, piggybacking on that story, some of my biggest supporters have been people that I didn't know or people that were not in my inner circle. So remember that everything good is worth working for, right? That applies here. When we talk about valuing relationships, when we talk about meeting new people and pushing ourselves to evolve, guess what? Conflict is inevitable. (laughs) If I had a dollar for every story I've heard about conflict and relationships or partnerships, I would be vacationing every year for free because it's in every relationship at one point or another, even the very best ones. But it doesn't have to be destructive. You can figure this out. You can find a conflict resolution strategy that really works for you, okay? Just try to understand the other person's viewpoint. Just communicate your feelings feelings clearly or your concerns and work towards finding a solution. Always be solution oriented in those moments because that will help you. And I want to add this part in. When I talk about the power of relationships, if we don't naturally value this, 
We might not even think about it at all until we aren't getting what we want or we feel like nothing is going our way or we can never get ahead or no one is there for us. We don't always put the two together in those moments. We don't always realize that creating those strong relationships can change so much of that. And that's why I think it's such a good practice to take some time here when things aren't going wrong, to really take inventory here and think about what you want these things to look like. So I say all that to say, this is a really good time of year to reflect and think about how it's going for you. Like, what do you need? What matters to you? What do you want from your relationships? And how do your actions support those things? It's different for everyone, okay? But what matters is that your needs are being met, that you're getting what you want out of life, and that you're experiencing relationships exactly the way that you want. That's what matters. And your understanding and clarity around this will help everyone around you understand how to interact with you. And just like my girlfriend that decided to redirect all her blowups to her notes so that she doesn't damage her relationship, take the time to think about what you can do to create and maintain the environment that you want. So as we move into the holiday season, it's a great opportunity to just cherish the relationships that enrich our lives and build connections that are grounded in mutual respect and in love and support. And remember that relationships thrive on consistent effort and mutual investment. And our actions have the power to uplift, to inspire, and to create a ripple effect of positivity that will extend way beyond our immediate circles. Embrace the power of relationships because they are the foundation of a fulfilling and meaningful life. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.